They say the truth hurts, the truth hurts So you about to feel pain, and I gotta do her God said I gotta do her, cause it's off with the name Savage truth, savage truth It's the savage truth, the savage truth Welcome to the Savage Truth. This is Pastor Roy Dockery, and thank you for joining us for another podcast, video, conversation, uh, just to talk. You know, let's let's come together as a family and have a conversation about some things on today. So um, shout out real quick to the Patreon community, the Discord family. If you're not in the Discord, please join the Discord. It is free, right? It costs you nothing. Maybe another app, maybe some data on your cell phone. You got like 12 apps that you don't need to use anyway. You know what I mean? Like you ain't ordered Domino's pizza. You ain't took a flight in a couple months. Go ahead, pull that American Airlines off and you can re-download it the next time you go on vacation. So free up some space, get the Discord app, join the Savage Truth community on Discord um, and come and connect with the family. Uh, we have some great conversations in there, a lot of places to connect, to get to learn, um, to, to get to learn, grow with one another. So um, real quick, I want to talk about uh, a topic of discussion that came up well, with one of my mentees, my little sister, Maya. Um, and she she had brought up something that I thought was an interesting dynamic that I wound up having another discussion with, with one of the with one of the, the heads from Rand, which is an American um, think tank. Um, and I went to this, uh, you know, I went to a, the a Impact Guild meeting, which is an organization I'm a part of. That's like all of these researchers and 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 doctors and philosophers and, and anthropologists, right? That are talking about trying to use content creation and all of this other stuff to make a to make a positive social impact. And I hear all of these people who are thinkers, right? Just thinking and thinking and thinking. They think for a living. They write papers about thinking. They write dissertations. They got PhDs. Um, but then, you know, I was I was talking to Maya and she was like, it's crazy because in the Christian space, um, sometimes thinking is looked down upon. Like thinking is looked at as if it is in opposition to faith. Right. Um, like, the you know, the belief that we have in something that we can't see, touch or feel, you know, what I'm saying, which is Jesus, which is God um, to have faith, you know, faith being the evidence of things that we, we can't see. Right. Um. So it's like there it's almost a, a negative connotation, right? It's almost considered elitist or secular or intellectual to be a thinker, right? So like when we talk about great thinkers in Christianity, we're normally talking about theologians. Like we normally only really give intellectual credit to people who do a lot of thinking about Christianity, right? To people who do a lot of thinking about religion or apologetics, but we're using the internet right now. And there are some, some great thinkers that created the internet. There's some great thinkers that wrote the code for, for YouTube. There are some amazing intellectuals that created web cameras and web streaming and LEDs, you know what I'm saying? Liquid, you know, light emitting diodes, right? For those that don't know what LED actually means, um, right? Like, like there, there's some amazing stuff that's been created by some intellectual thinkers, some scientific people, some secular people, um, so there's normally like this weird intersection where there's a certain amount of intellect, right? There's a certain level of, of critical thinking and thought that starts to almost be looked at as sinful in some, in some Christian spaces, right? And so, so what I want to talk about is the balance between what I would call critical thinking and anxiety, right? Like the, the Bible, like in, in, within the gospels and like Jesus said on multiple occasions, like, 
be not anxious, right? Be not anxious about what you eat, eat, you know what I mean? Be not anxious about the clothes that you will wear. Like, you know, God, you know, God provides food for the for the birds, right? He clothes the animals. Like, how much more will he do for you, right? Since we're a unique and unique special creation that God made. But to not be anxious is not the same thing as not thinking about things critically. And I can't even remember what I was um, when I when I woke up this morning, took a shower, all that other stuff, getting ready to go to one of our, our young adult um, meetings after our choir, after their after their choir practice to speak to some of them. Um, and I was listening to a song and I can't remember what it was, um, but it was uh, it, it, the, it was it was God's Got It. Right. And I, you could probably look up the artist. Y'all can do that. Fact check me afterwards. But it's a song called God's Got It. And he was like, you know, gas in the tank. I'm not worrying about it. God's got it. You know, what I'm saying money in the bank. I'm not worrying about it. God's got it. But then what he said, he was like, because I don't worry about things beyond my control. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, I'm a person of faith. I believe that the Lord can make it rain, literally, metaphorically, figuratively, whatever you want to make, however you want to say it. But to put that in a context of like God's got it, so I'm not worrying about things that I can't control, you can control how much money you have in the bank. You can control how much gas you have in your car, right? Because the way that combustion engines work is the amount of mileage that you put on a car and the more fuel that you burn by creating the combustion it actually makes a car go is, is, is what consumes the gas. So you can control how much gas is in your tank by how much you drive the car and then how much fuel you put in it, right? You can control how much money is in the bank based on how much money you make how much money you put in the bank, and then how much money you remove from the bank, either on fixed expenses, discretionary spending. So it's almost like I don't have to think about having a budget because God's got it. Like that kind of stuff, I think is nonsense, right? Like to say that like, oh, I'm not going to worry about having my bills due. Like, no, you signed a contract, right? Like when you, when you, for instance, got an apartment or, or got your mortgage, you signed a contract. The Bible says that like your, your word, your oath means something. So if you signed a contract and as a Christian, you should pay what you owe, as it says in Romans 13, 8, right? Let no debt remain outstanding, but showing love to a brother. The Bible is about paying what you owe. I got a song about that. Y'all can check that out on Spotify, Pastor Roy, pay what you owe. Um, but you're supposed to pay what you owe. So like I should be thinking, right? Like the Bible even talks about counting the cost before you go to war, counting the cost before you build a fortress. Like we're supposed to know. So the Bible is not against thinking, right? It's not against thinking through things. Like God gave Noah very specific instructions. Like God gave um, the, the, the kings of Israel very specific instructions on building his temple, right? Like God has been specific. So it's not like he doesn't have a thought process and he's not methodical in the way that he organizes things. And we're just all willy nilly supposed to fall into whatever happens because we have faith. Like, no, like I have faith, but I also have a budget. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have faith, but I watch my gas gauge and make sure I got money in the bank if I'm trying to go somewhere because I know how many miles my vehicles get, right? Like, this is basic math, <laughs> right? People didn't create math. God created math, right? Even though he got a different math because with God, one plus one plus one is one, not three, but y'all figure that out later. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's past, you know, the quantum physics and the, you know, and the whole quadratics of calculus. But the reality is, is that like, We've gotten to the point to where thinking about something critically is being criticized in some faith-based positions as being anxious, and then people are getting uh, people are getting hit with like, oh well, you're thinking too much. Be not anxious. Like, no, 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 no. Like, like anxiety is a is a is a is a mental, like physiological, psychological state. Thinking is what God made our brain to do. <laughs> like. That's how our brain functions. That's not the enemy, right? The fact that you ask questions 
It's how God made you. What was the first thing that humanity did in the garden, <laughs> right? Like they, they, they started questioning their own thoughts, right? We ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Wanting to know differences, wanting to know good, wanting to be like God, like that is in our human nature. So like we are thinkers and we need to stop demonizing thinking, right? Like this is why a lot of young people, a lot of young adults, a lot of um, a lot of millennials, Gen Zers, even some of the younger Gen Xs, this is why they're not going to church, right? Because it's just like, believe. And I'm like, okay, I can believe and think. I can have faith in a God that I can't see, but still be w very well aware of the world that's tangible, that's around me and what that means, right? And we saw this with the pandemic. When you had something invisible come like a virus and then people not apply critical thinking skills and then just let faith and emotion override it. And then it was like, we're not wearing a mask. I'm not getting vaccinated. That's voodoo. That's witchcraft to wear a mask. Like I heard some absolutely ridiculous stuff. And I was wondering like, how do you people manage to tie shoes? Like, how do you not trip out of the, like, how, like, how, like, you don't, you, you, you trusted science all of this time until right now, but that was because it wasn't critical thinking. Everybody's driving. So let me drive. Do you understand how engines work? Do you understand how brakes work? Do you, do you understand how the lights work on your car? Like, or how the electrical system works in your car that's taking, right, um, that's taking acid from a battery, converting that into energy that runs all the electronics in your car? Like, do you understand your axle and your CB joint? No, you don't understand any of that. Like, most of you don't. The vast majority of people are not mechanics. They don't understand the basic mechanics of a vehicle. Most people are not IT specialists. You don't understand how data is being broken down into tiny packets of binary information and transmitted in milliseconds and seconds across expansive distances, right? Seemingly almost instantaneously. You don't understand that, but you trust it, you use it, and you move on about your business right? Because you didn't have a reason to not believe. So you had faith in it, right? And so you had faith in science. You've had faith in technology. You use it. You're flying. You don't understand lift and drag and everything else, but you get on a plane and let somebody take you up in the air and a metal bird that's fighting against physics to stay up there. And then it lands, right? Like, but something happened where it was like the, like the faith community, right? Like since we're, since we're, since we're kind of you know, we're, we're really not taught to be critical thinkers unless we're thinking against people who don't believe what we believe. Again, it's just in this space of faith, right? Like we all want to become critical thinking apologists now in Christianity. But like, but you, you, you don't have a critical understanding of your own health. You don't know how, how like, how like, you know, the sugars turn to carbs and carbs turn to fat and then fat creates issues within your, your, your arteries and cholesterol. And, like you don't understand that. So, cause we're not critically, critically thinking. So we're not changing our eating habits, but we're praying for better health. Right. So we're, we're countering and we're constantly, see, I, I don't feel like they listening to me over there. What, what are we trying to do? Like, what are we genuinely trying to accomplish? Why are we telling people that they can't think? Right. Like the, 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 the opposite of faith isn't doubt. Right. Like there's faith and there's questions like I can have faith in Jesus and still have questions for the church. Right. I can have I can have faith in God and still have questions for my pastor. I can have questions on our organizational structure, on our finances, right, on their income, on our budget. Like I can have all of these questions like that doesn't change my faith. My faith is in Jesus who I can't see. I can see you. <laughs> I can count you. So let me ask some questions about the things that I could see and that I can critically process with the brain that God gave me. God did not intend for me to not use the mind that he gave me or he wouldn't have given it to me. Humans have this brain for a reason. We've got 
cognitive abilities for a reason because God wanted us to understand and to process some of these things that are going on in the world. But we've gotten so used to being fed information. And this is one of the reasons I'm not on social media um, because you had a feed and we're consuming stuff on our feed. So we no longer have to critically think. I don't have to go pursue information. You have Google, which you can answer and you can ask any question. You've got Wikipedia. You've got resources. You've got resource and access to more information than any generation in history. Yet we ask the least amount of questions. And we don't ask questions because we're getting fed information based on algorithms that are telling us what we like, that are telling us what we agree with, that are telling us what we disagree with, and are only giving us exposure to things that really aren't going to make us think. Because you know what makes you think? An argument. You know what makes you think? A debate. You know what makes you think? An opposing opinion. You know what makes you think? New information. You know what makes you think? A contradiction. Like those things make you make you think. But the way that social media and the algorithms on YouTube that you're watching this on or, or, you know, even Spotify or Apple where you're listening to this, right? The algorithms are actually being designed not to make you think, but to feed you more stuff that you already think. So I can feed you something in the vein or in the line of of your thought processes that's completely wrong and you'll just consume it because it already agrees with 90% of what I think. So I can slide 10% in there that's completely false and you'll just eat it. Right. Because it's like it's like when you, you know, it's like when you wrap your dogs, you, you know, your dog's food in, a, in, a, in, in peanut butter because they'll 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 consume the peanut butter. But by the time they realize it was a pill in there, the, the peanut butter is already down. But that's what we're doing. And that's what the, the way that information is being fed to us is creating this notion that like we don't think critically. If someone disagrees with us, we block them. Right. If there's information that we don't want to see, we we hide it from our feed, right? We unfollow people that we disagree with. And then even if we see somebody that we disagree with, it's not like we try to go understand their position. We just erase their position from our reality, which what does that do? It puts us in a position not to critically think. One of the most valuable things about going to college is you are made to read, study, research, and articulate things that you may not necessarily care about. Right. I don't care about the humanities. I never cared about Greek mythology or classical literature. I could care less, but I needed to understand it. Right. I got to write about the catcher in the rye. I got to write about different figures in history. Right. Because at the end of the day, it was making me critically think like that's the danger of people not going to college. That's the danger of people. Not because college helps you get a job. Right. Because I think college should be cheaper and at least like humanities and liberal arts in college. I think everybody should be able to take it for free. Go to community college. Take you some courses on writing, on creative, you know, on poetry or whatever. Like help people learn how to articulate, how to speak their mind, how to and how to critically think. And we just have free classes on critical thinking. Because critical thinking, thought, deliberate, intentional thought, like, you know, going through the minutia of the numbers, looking at the studies, going, looking at NIH, looking at the actual trial data for Pfizer before you make a decision of what kind of drug it is or is not. Like, being informed is not being unfaithful. Being informed is not being anxious. Being informed is what God designed us to do because he gave us a brain that has the greatest capacity to to, to, to receive, interpret, um, and, and interpolate, and organize data, right? Like you're, you're depending on your phone. Your phone is still trying to get as quick and as smart as what you already have in your brain, but we're not using it. 
and we're especially not using it, right? One of the groups most prone to dis and misinformation in America and globally are people of faith, specifically American Christians, right? Because we just get fed, we get fed, we get fed. We got so many pastors, we got so many authors, we got so many pundits, we got so many channels, we got so much content that we can feed, that we can be fed, that we are not being put in a position where we have to critically think, where we have to determine and evaluate and establish and, and, and create a foundation based on what we've researched, what we understood and what we've learned to give us to give us our opinion, right? We consume other people's opinions and then we regurgitate them on other folks. So then when other people are critically thinking, when other people are asking questions, when other people are, are, are taking in information and processing it and articulating their own opinion, then they're being called cheap. They're being called foolish. They're being called fearful. They're being called ungodly because we have questions, because we think. Thinking, critical thinking is not anxiety. Thinking, asking questions is not a sin, Right? Being ignorant, <laughs> right? Choosing not to pursue wisdom, choosing not to have knowledge and apply it, like that's laziness. I think that borders on a sin, right? Like just to have wisdom available to you and choose not to use it because you're too lazy to seek an opinion. You want somebody to feed it to you, right? The Bible talks about these people. You just keep wanting milk, right? Like, you you know, at, at some point you got to be able to cut this stuff yourself. You got to be able to go, you got to be able to go prepare your own food. You got to have a stomach that can consume milk that can deal with the weightier things. Right. If all the data and statistical information, you know, comes from a graphic. You might need to you might need to upgrade your level of critical thinking. Right. Like if, if all the information you got on Ukraine comes from like Trevor Noah, like you're you going to need to expand upon critical thinking. Trevor Noah is hilarious. I love Trevor Noah. Roy Wood Jr. is one of my favorite comedians from The Late Show. But that is not a source of information. That is a source of entertainment. And we've gotten the two confused because they all get fed to us through the same lines. News, memes, opinions, jokes, drama, misinformation, disinformation, bots, Russian trolls, all coming through your timeline, through your feed, through that intravenous connection that you have, right? Through that, <laughs> through that, through that, through that, through that IV that you got. That's constantly feeding you information from the internet. So every once in a while, disconnect the IV, go ask some questions, go read some articles, cut the feeds off for a second, right? Do some, do some manual scavenging. Go, go out and do some foraging for organic information. You know what I mean? Like, like go out and find your own stuff. Find a news, find a different news source, find people who disagree with you that seem reasonable, find people who are doing, you know, who are doing research, find the data and just, just look at it for yourself. Have your own opinion and don't let anybody convince you that critically thinking, that asking questions, that challenging normalcy, that challenging tradition, um, that, that doing anything that is just my mind working in the way that God designed it, don't let them convince you you're doing something wrong. God made you that way. God gave us brains, so we should not be afraid to use it, right? Like some of the greatest scientists to ever exist were Christians, <laughs> right? Like every every achievement that's been made, some of this technology we're using right now was, was created by people who clearly believed in Jesus, 
But, you know, if they want to get something transmitted over a wire or through fiber optics, they didn't just pray about it. They used their brain. They did some critical thinking and took the things that God already has in existence, right, and discerned how to convert that into something that we could use because God made us in his image. That's why we can create. So don't forget that. Use critical thinking. Do not have anxiety about using your mind right? Don't be anxious about the fact that God can provide. Don't be anxious about the fact that God is faithful. Don't be anxious about the fact that God is a provider and that God is a healer. Um, But be a critical thinker. Think about your budget. Think about your finances. Think about your health. Think about your relationships. Think about your spiritual growth. Think about your mental health, right? Like, do you need a therapist? Do you need a psychiatrist? Most people like advocate for Christians not to go to therapy because you think a therapist is going to ask us questions that make us doubt our faith. If our faith is so weak that a therapist can undo it, it wasn't real to begin with. Sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't real to begin with. So maybe some of y'all need to go get your faith uh, claimed. So y'all stop claiming to be Christians when you're really not. Because if you can't, if you can't take a couple questions from a therapist who are going to question when you talk to the man in the sky that you can't see or the, or the spaghetti monster, then, then, then yeah, you probably, you know what I mean? You'd be spouting apologetics on Facebook and Instagram, but you're scared to talk to a therapist who's a secular therapist because he might ask you some questions about why you feel God actually talks to you or why you, what do you feel the benefit of praying is? I have a therapist who is not a Christian therapist. Not that I'm saying anything's wrong with that, but my therapist going to catch this Jesus just like everybody else. So you know, and I, I to this point, I haven't had him be like, well, you know, that seems kind of ridiculous. He was like, man, that's a good point. That seems to be working for you because um, it's about it should be evident <laughs> that you love Jesus. It should be evident that you are a person of faith in the way that you act, the way that you behave and the fact that you don't have anxiety, even though you have questions. So that's all I got for you all today. Appreciate your time um, and your in your engagement, especially those that stuck through to the end, that endured to the end. I know my podcast, the audio listeners, y'all be riding with me on your way to work. Um, so thank you for joining. Uh, that's all I got for y'all today. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe, you know, like the video, all of this other stuff, go share it on your social medias. I'm not up there. They, people might not know who I am, but put it up there. If you think it's a good message that somebody else needs to hear, um, share it so other people can, um, can get the message as well. So, I appreciate you. Thank you for your support. God bless you. Peace out. They keep asking who I am. I just tell them I'm a Christian. Occupation, a description. I just tell them I'm a Christian. Nationality, ethnicity. I tell them I'm a Christian. Keep the hyphens and divisions.